0: Decluttering Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferruja from Feels Like Home Professional Organiser.
1: And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised.
0: If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for Episode 72 of The Art of Decluttering. Today, we are talking about and decluttering your unfinished projects. This is a listener request from Jocelyn
1: Green. So thank you, Jocelyn. I imagine that you're not the only listener who would like to know what do we do with all those projects that we started and perhaps got a little bit
0: distracted from. Oh, just playing Kumbi by the finished.
1: Yeah, like a lost interest like this sucks. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah,
0: but I feel guilty that I've spent all that money on it Mm -mm. and all that time that I have spent on it. So I'm just going to hold on to it in the hope that the Finishing Projects Fairies will come along and finish (laughs) the project for me.
1: I'd like to get those Finishing project Fairies to come to my house.
0: I'd like them to come to my house and... Every single one of my clients. Yes.
1: (laughs) So when we talk about unfinished projects, we're talking about things that you began and you haven't finished, but you have those feelings of like, I really should, or I wish I'd finished it. I feel guilty that I haven't gotten around to it. Like all those kind of
0: feelings are big piles of I wish. Yes. I wish and I feel guilt and shame over it.
1: Yeah. Not the ideal emotions we want you having. No. No,
0: so how do we go about? What do we do? What's our next thought? (laughs) Well, I think let's just like finish this episode and just like now and just have it because we can't be
1: bothered finishing it. It's too much hard work. We've got other things we'd like to do, but but we've paid money, Amy. That's true. We paid money to be in the studio, and we've kind of started. So I feel guilty, like if we start it and not finish it, that's a waste of like the last two minutes. Okay,
0: let's just finish it.
1: <laughs> so some of the things that you might be feeling this towards or this could relate to is craft um, or like projects that you've started you know, or even small business ideas <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to be that person that goes to the craft market every fourth Sunday and sell wheat bags. And so you've got like kilos of oats and wheat and material and lavender and you've never been to the market. Mm.
0: Are you speaking from experience right there? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, so tell me, okay, let's lay our cards on the table, okay. my friend. Tell me an unfinished project that you have had or still have. Do you have any still haves? Do I have any still haves? No.
1: I do. What's yours? I did this awesome workshop. Is it your basket weaving one? Yes. <laughs>
0: I've just shared about this before. I went to this awesome workshop at Freedom where I learned how to do basket weaving using cloth materials and like jute or or anything. Wool. Okay. To yep. twine to twine fabric. it together. Well, so you you get the fabric, you twist it all up, and then you use wool or cotton jute to weave it together. Oh, okay. They're great. They're beautiful. I've still got some material. Because I will get to that project one day, and I was even thinking about it as we were preparing for this. I was like, I really, really, really do want to let it go, because I really, really, really do want to do that project. And I know I really, really need to let it go, because I'm really not going to get to that project. Well, it
1: was 12 months ago that you and I first started talking about your basket weaving, Mm -hmm. and we talked about it in our online course. And we talked about um, things. So we have a private podcast episode (laughs) for those who join our course. And Kirst confesses in it that she really needs to get rid of the basket weaving. And that was in October. Yeah. In 2017. Still haven't got rid of that. And then in May 2018, we ran the course again. And Kirst was like, I still haven't got rid of that. And because – and
0: it's and so us. classic of all of my clients because it's not actually taking up that much space in our house. There's a space for it and it's not impeding anything.
1: What's the story that you tell yourself when you
0: see it? I really, really want to do it. And the material I've placed in there particularly, I think that I would be able to let go of it if I hadn't of ripped a dress and accidentally – and then went, okay, I'm going to use that material because I love, love, love this dress. I'm going to use that material to make more baskets. I think if that dress hadn't have gone in there, <laughs> I probably could let it go much more easily. So what we
1: often say to our clients <laughs> when they're in that situation, Kirst, is set yes. yourself a time frame. Yes, like
0: a two week time frame. Yeah.
1: Do you think there's any chance that in the next two weeks, no, you would get to the basket weaving?
0: Or oh, maybe I could because it's school holidays. <laughs> Do you want to? I really, really want to. I really do want to. Why? Because I want to make some gifts for people. Cause they're really lovely. But like I say to my clients, I can if I want to take that hobby up again, I can. And I can go out and get new material. Yep. But... Let me also
1: say, it's not taking up space. No, it's not. There's not guilt associated with it. There's desire. Yes. And wistfulness. <laughs> but that doesn't sound like there's guilt. Like, I've spent hundreds and hundreds on the no. material in there. No, no, no. So is there any harm if it's just the one thing? So you, you're you not a serial project unfinisher. So is there any harm in keeping that one thing? I'm just playing devil's
0: advocate here. I oh, know. It's It's good. No, I don't think there's harm in keeping it. But there is a little bit of guilt. Like, there Mm -hmm. is that guilt that, oh, I should get to it. Like, every time I go to that cupboard, because it's in our... It's in your linen cupboard, isn't it? Yeah, It's in our spare room cupboard. Okay. Which I don't go to very often, but it's also our present cupboard. So I do see it. And it's in a box with my um, sewing kit. So if I ever have to repair anything, I see it when I do that. How long would it take for you to make a basket? Oh, like an... Uh, an hour.
1: So, could you set yourself the challenge of making one basket before? Let me pick a date for you. Before the end of the school holidays. Okay. Could you set yourself that challenge? I could. And if you can't make the time for that, make the decision, keep it or go? Yes. With lots of grace? Yes. One so, of the kids gets sick. Yeah, that's fine.
0: But I just wonder if it would help. Yeah, I think it would because then I will, because it is about setting yourself a deadline, isn't it? And setting yourself, you either use it or lose it.
1: It's like when you can't make a decision and they say toss the coin and when it's in the air, you know which one you want it to land on. Yes, That's how
0: you know which decision to make. Yes. Which is exactly what I did to my daughter yesterday. She was like, "I can't make a decision." I'm like, "Right, well, it's that one then." And she goes, "No, I want the other one." I went, "Well, there you go. You've made a decision. Choose the other one. That's fine. I don't care which one you choose. Yeah. Just choose." <laughs> I have actually remembered an unfinished project. <laughs> Do you know what triggered me is when you said it's
1: in with your sewing kit. I'm like, "Oh yes." So about five years ago, we really wanted to get some footrests, like some poufs, ottoman kind of thing that we could put our feet on. And then I looked at the prices. I was like, oh my goodness! These things are like hundreds of dollars. Yes, the good ones. Yes, they are. Like I was absolutely flabbergasted. So I decided I'm going to take on a project and I'm going to make some. But then what I found is I was walking past an op shop later that week, and there were these two, um like the square box ones. Yes. In the in the op shop for ten dollars each, and the material wasn't awesome. One it was just like this black material. But the rest of it was in good condition, so I'm going to buy them. Then buy fabric. And I'm going to recover them. So I bought the ottomans, took them home, bought this really beautiful fabric that was a hundred dollars a meter. So like beautiful fabric that I loved. Like I had to have it. Once I saw it, I couldn't get it out of my mind. How so, many meters of it did you buy? Um, I think I bought two meters. So it wasn't a lot. But it was it was was, just like would it have been cheaper to make
0: the to buy the original ottomans? (laughs) Probably,
1: because I would actually have the ottomans like I wanted now, and not material in the laundry (laughs) and black ottomans in my lounge room. (laughs) So Mum and I even got to the point where we um, created stencils. So we were going to cut. We made a pattern, got everything like that, and then I think my mum got sick, and so we postponed our sewing day. And that would have been about five years ago. Awesome. Since then, the kids have like wrestled on the ottomans. And like one of the sides is broken in. So I've never gone back to the project, but I refused to throw out that fabric because it was so expensive and I love it, but I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, Can do you I make, make cushions? cushions? I could, but I also don't have a sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have to, like, that's a big effort. And last time I hand sewed cushions, they just fell apart because I'm not very handy
0: like that. Yeah. Could you put a shout out to our listeners yes. who wants to make cushions
1: for Amy? she ship lives? the material to you. Yeah, I'll ship the material and, or you can just like, I'll bring them to your house. If you live near Lower Plenty, I've got material and I'll buy the inserts. I just need someone to go one, two, three, four with an overlocker
0: and I'll be a happy lady. So awesome. that,
1: there you go. That's the challenge. And I'll exchange you like a copy
0: of my book. <laughs> this is why we created the podcast. Pretty much. So you could get those cushions made.
1: And I hope, like, I still like the fabric. I'll take a photo of the fabric and put it online so Ooh. you can all see the fabric. We would like that. It's beautiful. It's from Kalani Designs. Like, it's a boutique fabric place.
0: Awesome. I love it.
1: Okay, so that's my unfinished project,
0: but I'm pretty sure that's the only one. Oh, I've got another one that I thought of. I've got all these journals that I wrote while I was traveling, and I wanted to type them all up so that they would, so I didn't have to keep them a memento, like I didn't have to. Oh, so to, you had an online version. Yes. So that. I would live immortal online for my children to (laughs) discover what random thing I went and saw in Rome. And Simon keeps nagging me because, they again, they're not taking up space, that much space, but they're in his study, so he sees them more than I do. How many are there? Like maybe four or five. Why not just keep the journals? Yeah. Because the
1: kids can look at your handwriting and...
0: Yeah, and I probably would do that too. I just, I wanted to reminisce. I wanted to... So I could just read them. So again, what's the challenge on that for you? The challenge on that is to just do it now, Kirsty.
1: Is the decision, though, (laughs) that you still want to have them typed up? Like, Do you want to pay a transcriptionist?
0: No, no, no. I want to do it. Okay. I'm happy to do it. In all your spare time. Just something while you run two just businesses. Just something in the last year. After your family. Yeah. <laughs> something in the last year has prevented me from being able to do it. Maybe maybe a little podcast called The Art of Decluttering. <laughs> Taking on a whole new business yeah. on top of our other businesses. Yeah. Just a little busy this last year. Yeah. Running two businesses may have caused me to <laughs> have a whole lot less time than I used to. And I love having a whole lot less time because I love my two businesses.
1: (laughs) But it does mean that you have to make decisions in other areas of life. Like, are you going to be the person that makes cakes? Are you going to be the person that types up their journals? Are you going to be the person that weaves baskets? Are you going to be the person that makes their own cushions? Like, we need to, whenever you have life change, you have a new baby or you get married or you change jobs. Like, there's other things that have to go by the
0: wayside. That's just natural. Yeah. And if you were a weaver, for instance, like, I thought that would be awesome. But if I didn't enjoy doing it, then why would I keep it up?
1: And maybe you started weaving when you used to sit in front of the TV at night and watch whatever people watch on TV. And so you had time. Whereas now you go, actually, I don't really sit in front of the TV. I prefer to spend time with Simon talking or read a book or
0: whatever. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why I do like um, encouraging my the people that I work with to really think about, are you ever going to get back to that project? Like, is that really the person that you are? Or are you still a sewer, but that material is from 1990 and it can so totally go. Like, yeah. it is not... It's not classic material, like presumably your ottoman covers are more classic or more the style of your home still. We will let the listeners decide on that. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I was in um, a client's home a couple of months ago and we found that real stereotypical 90s material that's like yellow and blue and seaside theme. Yeah, no. And it's so not 2018. Well, 2019 or 2020 when the project gets done. So we were like, um, yes, let's let that go. And it it feels really
1: good. It's like when you declutter anything, the feelings of actually choosing to let it go generally give you endorphins of like, this is good. I'm making a good decision here. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that is not so secret anymore.
0: We've done episodes on linen cupboards, sentimental items, media, baby supplies, donations, weddings and so many more.
1: So if you're new to the Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on crafts and hobbies. What I'm saying is the kind of supplies we used to make jewellery back then is completely different to the type of jewellery people wear now. Yes. And so you can still have the same hobby, but the products that you use could completely evolve over time.
0: Yes, and so that's why it's really good to ask, is this still me? And and equally so, is this still a passion of mine? Like, am I still passionate about this hobby? Yeah, and so let's talk about what happens if you do feel guilty about the money that you've spent or the time that you've spent on it. How can you re-tell m- yourself stories? Yeah,
1: time is much harder to get back, isn't
0: it? Mm-hmm.
1: Like you can't, you can't reclaim time. There's no buyback of time. But financially, you could sell the project. Like if you've got tools or you've bought materials or supplies... You could sell it as, as a package to someone who is actually going to do that, that hobby.
0: Yes. Or you could donate it and feel good about that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because you've already spent the money. Like, we say this to everybody all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you have all heard it before, listeners, is you've already spent the money. So holding on to that project and not doing it isn't making you any money. It's not bringing you joy from an unfinished project. So... Let it go. Whether that is to resell it and make money and good, then you can go and buy something for another project <laughs> that you that you do actually want to do and you do have time and capacity to do. Mm. Or donate it. Find a place that, you know, find your local men's shed or women's shed or um, take it to an old people's home, you know, if it's a craft project. It just totally depends on what it is. yeah.
1: There's generally somebody else out there that wants to do the thing that you're getting rid of. Yeah. Scrapbooking. Oh, scrapbooking. I've got a gorgeous client who has a whole wardrobe full of scrapbooking supplies. Like she used to be a supplier of mm. the scrap, you know, how it's kind of MLM and yeah. And she doesn't do it anymore and feels guilty that there's probably thousands of dollars worth of paper in there. And so it just kind of sits in this cupboard, which is really well organized now. But it's that indecision. And I think that's often the thing that traps people is the indecision of what am I gonna do with this thing? And so you just put that you procrastinate the decision.
0: I do love that concept of giving yourself a deadline. Like if I haven't made a decision about it, if I haven't made time in my week or my month or my three months, two weeks. <laughs> but even if you give yourself three months, like say you like two weeks is a short period of time. Mm. Um, so if, even if it is a month or two months, like set aside time or change a way of thinking and go, no, I actually, I really do want to do that project. So I am going to carve out space in my week. I'm going to make time for Mm -hmm. it because it's not that you don't have time. Usually it's that you're not making time for it. It's not a priority. Yeah. You're not giving up Netflix for it or you're not giving up reading a book for it. Amy just gave me a funny look because she thought I wanted her to give up Harvey for it.
1: Oh, no. I'm not giving up Harvey for anything. Let me... (laughs) Let Just side note here. Can can Netflix please put Suits Season 7 and 8 on Netflix already? Like, they've showed it in the US. I just want it now. I don't want to (sighs) wait. Anyway, done. Welcome to
0: the joy of Netflix.
1: Oh, I know. It's like Outlander. Hurry up and put season three on that on Netflix. Like call the Midwife. Put season 44 up there. I'm ready for it now. <laughs> <laughs> what if you get stuck? Like I have seen clients who go, um, I was renovating the bathroom. In fact, I can think of a couple of clients specifically who have renovated their bathroom and then got stuck on a particular thing. So it might be finally grouting the bath or putting... Um, the shelf in the shower and so those projects because the bathroom can be functional yes get neglected and you you kind of feel stuck because you don't know what to do you don't feel like you've got the tools you're not sure how long it will take youtube it youtube it or pay
0: somebody yeah actually just pay somebody you're actually wasting time and money (laughs) by not having it done so just call up whoever it is that needs to and admit that you love doing what you did do and congratulate yourself for putting yeah. all the tiles up and just pay somebody to do the grout. Yeah. Or pay somebody to get a carpenter in to put the architraves on. You just get it done. Just get, get it done. It feels so good. So many,
1: and it, people often say that to us, don't they? Like, are you the plumber that has leaking taps? Are you the professional organiser who lives in mess? And so if you are married to a builder and you've been waiting 12 years for them to finish the stairwell or whatever it is, Maybe it's okay just to go, do you know what? Here's a deadline. I would like this done in a great, you know, six months. And if it's not done, pay one of the apprentices to come and just get it done. Yes.
0: I love it. But I do like that YouTube or go into a hardware store and get advice or, mm. you know, and if you're upcycling, you know, I've got, yeah, there's so many places to go and get great advice for how oh, to yeah. finish an upcycling project. Yes, so many or do what Amy's just done and gone, hey, peeps, you love doing this. Can you finish it off for me, please? Because <laughs> I have no desire, capacity or skill skill <laughs> to do it. So somebody who does, please. Go so yeah, put it on your Facebook and go, hey, put it on the Instagram and say, hey, can anybody finish this project for me? Because yeah. I really want it done and I really don't want to do it. And I think if there'll be some of
1: you that smile to this, you've picked up some piece of furniture from the roadside collection (laughs) and you've intended on upcycling it. You've intended on stripping it back and painting it. Maybe you need some accountability. Maybe you need to go to one of those places where you can do that as a group
0: project. Just get it done. Yeah. So much better. Check out your local women's shed and men's sheds. See how much it costs to go down there Mm. and just finish a project. Get it done. Just do it now. Just do it now. We we are clearly preaching to ourselves. We've just opened up and been raw and honest that while we might have very minimalist and, and decluttered homes there's still some skeletons in our closets. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to see what your projects are that you're still working on, any Mm. of your unfinished projects. So make sure you hop onto Instagram or Facebook this week and share with us your unfinished projects. Yeah,
1: tag Art of Decluttering, the Art of Decluttering even, if I can remember. Um, Do you know what I find in probably like 90% of client homes is their unfinished project is forgotten to the point where they've moved into a house but not put up artwork. Or they've set up a kid's bedroom, but not gone and got the right storage for the drawers. So what's those little things. Yes, And I love, so I carry picture hooks in my kit and I carry a hammer because I love those finishing touches because it feels so good. It feels like when you finish something... It feels good. Yes. And so to be able to say this room is now decluttered and they hung up our wedding photo 14 years later Mm. is a really good feeling. So maybe your challenge is simply to hang up some photos or to paint that one bit of skirting that has been driving you crazy for 27 years.
0: Yeah. So that's another awesome challenge. We challenge you to set a limit and just do it. Like go, right, I'm going to... I'm going to get that job done this well, you week, could even I'm do gonna it. I'm going to get this job done. Like in stealth.
1: <laughs> Wait till everybody goes out on like a Tuesday and just go down to the... I have what I call my Bunnings husband and he laughs because my husband's not... Like Cal is not handy. He can do many things. Yes, He's really creative. Very talented. But he is not the person that you ask to light a fire, build a bookshelf, do any of that kind of stuff. But there's this guy at Bunnings that I always seem to ask the same guy, like, I'm thinking of doing this. What would you recommend that I need as my screw type? And he gives me all this advice. So maybe you need to go find yourself a Bunnings husband, a guy that you go to who can tell you what to use. Because the Bunnings, Bunnings, they're so good.
0: But also, there's a whole business called Hire a Hubby. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do that, peeps. (laughs) Hire hire a hubby to get all those little odd jobs done if it's out of your capacity. Yeah. Save up and just do that. Yeah. Well, they're not that expensive to come out and hang some pictures and- Gold. Finish off the skirting boards for you. People hire
1: me to come out and do that. I had a lady last week that hired me to come out and pull down some Venetian blinds. So I had to get up on a ladder and unscrew these things and assemble some furniture for her. Cuz awesome. she was like, I don't don't know what to do. I have no inclination to do it. I know and trust Amy, can you please come and do these things? So I spent
0: the whole session being handyman. Yes. Loved it. I do that too. I've hung up curtains, yeah. hung up blinds, oh. I've got hang yeah, hanging pictures. High five me can we reach we reached <laughs> <laughs> awesome so this show was never intended to make you feel guilty or shame about your unfinished project it was to free you from the guilt and shame of having to hold on to that project if you have no intention close intention <laughs> or real
1: re- what's the word R- reality intention
0: yeah so mm-hmm. it's not just intention If you have, if it's never going to happen, (laughs) that's okay. You have our permission, which you don't need. You have to give yourself permission to let that project go, to donate it, to sell it, to give yourself the freedom of not having that one more tab open up in your brain of something else that you still have to get to on your never ending list of to do lists.
1: Brilliant. I love this episode. I feel like inspired and I'm really hoping that someone's going to help me out and sew some cushions for me.
0: (laughs) We have another iTunes review this week from Jess, double two, double four, double six, eight, (laughs) titled, well done. So I've been listening from the start and it's so easy to listen to Amy and Kirsty. Great tips, but most importantly, a wonderful guide to making a change in mindset towards living an uncluttered life. Thank you.
1: That's what a perfect it's a pretty review. Cool review because it is about <laughs> not only giving you those tips and tricks, but the change in mindset towards living an uncluttered life. Yeah, which nailed it,
0: Jess. Yeah, and this this is a perfect episode to talk about that because it is the mindset that we want to change when it comes to unfinished projects. We want you to let things go and be thankful for that season in your life that you were really into that project and be thankful for the different season that you now find yourself in where you haven't been able to finish the project. So go finish the project or let it go, peeps.
1: Awesome. Well, have an amazing week. I hope it's a productive week, but you also take some time to relax
0: and enjoy your life. Yay. And we can't wait to hang out with you again next week. And we hope that it's a beautiful one. See you then. Bye. Thanks for joining us.
1: If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favor and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net
0: or on Facebook as Simply
1: Organized PO.
0: You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've
1: enjoyed listening and that you've learnt some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised.
0: If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering.
1: We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.